Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I'm like, damn, I'm good. Mm-hmm. It's my birthday in January. We got the second line of ball. You know what I'm saying? I'm like taking like three weeks of work off. Like, I hate the post office. And I'll talk three about it later. Weeks. Yeah, I know. Oh, man, look. Man, hey, I be using sick leave. I be using veteran leave. I don't I don't think like, you're supposed to say that on air, sir. I've been doing it for five <laughs> years now. Ain't, ain't nobody called me HR yet. <laughs> What up, what up, what up? It's Three Brothers No Sense, your favorite barbershop-style podcast. I'm Tavares Ferguson, a.k.a. Ferg, joined my co-hosts, Buff and Rizy. Fellas, welcome back. I missed y'all. It, it feels weird not recording for a week, so, like, we recorded the live show right before Mardi Gras, and so we really didn't have to record through the week going into this past Monday, and it did. It felt kind of weird, and then we went all the way to the weekend, so it feels like we haven't talked in two weeks. Uh, it, it's it's crazy. A lot of things have happened since then, and we really didn't get a chance to open up at, at the beginning of the show with the Woo Isms crew. So, man, it's just been a lot. I'm glad I had a great time at Mardi Gras with you brothers. Uh, that was so fun. And I really the only thing I got to say is this ain't Texas. We don't hold them. So <laughs> yeah, Beyonce, she man, she yeah. yeah, she is. After pissing the the white people off or the unseasoned chickens, as uh, Wu calls them, um, she has pissed those folks off to no end because she said she is the first black woman to hit number one on the country music charts, and that's without the some stations, some country stations playing her because they have refused to play her song because they say they don't play Beyonce. Um, I don't know what it is about Beyonce just something is um you know holding them back from playing a country song from a girl from Houston that you know has rode horses and all that stuff I mean it reminds me of this group called Chapel Heart I don't know if you guys know about them uh, but they were a black trio that sung country and they were like they couldn't get any traction from it and so I think Beyonce said I'm going to use my stardom and um, they, they can't ignore me and so shout out to her man it's actually not a bad song I, I do like country anyway and so it's not a great country song but again it's that's what happens when you have that stardom um, 
it, you know you can you can drop a mediocre song for somebody who's unknown and still hit the charts and so that's exactly what happened and she's gonna be there for a while because i think her whole album's supposed to be country themed so it's gonna be fun it's gonna be a fun thing to watch so it's always cool to see artists uh step out their comfort zone to do something different yeah yeah um mm. but speaking of artists did you guys enjoy the usher super bowl halftime and like where do you rank it on like super bowl performances I thought it was very good. We had a follower on our, on our Facebook page that thought it was awful. Uh, but I, I thought it was very good. I don't... It's hard to rank without watching some of the other ones so you don't have that recency bias of his. Uh, so it's up there. He may, if I had to critique it, he may have tried to do a little too much. Like some of the songs, you only got like one or two bars from it and then he jumped to the next yeah, song. Yeah. Uh, so, but I thought he did a great job for the limited time that, you know, the Super Bowl gives you for that halftime show. So it was good. It's, it's up there. I think it's top five. Um, yeah, I think that's fair. Yeah. Top five, maybe even top three off the top of my head. You got, um, Prince and MJ, right? Um, and then, then you start to try to figure out where does he fit in, um, between that or after that. I think he did a really, really good job. Uh, kind of what you were saying. He he played a lot of hits, and it just it just displayed his catalog. It was hey, I got so much. Just like when we talk about what was um versus, mm-hmm. he also get who can battle somebody. I think the Super Bowl was a great example of I have so many hits that I can't fit it all in, and things that people can relate to. And I think it. It spans generations. Like I remember, he played stuff when we were probably still teenagers, early twenties, to things that were popping in the streets now. Like it's, it's, it just expanded. And then the guest he brought out, it just took you down memory lane. And I think for me and my age group is probably the most relatable one, because even with MJ and Prince, you, I love the 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 performances, but it was more nostalgia for an older crowd. It was kind of just recognizing the greatness of yesteryear. Like, you know, I didn't grow up a Prince fan when I was, you know, 18, 19, 20. You know, I respected his music, but I wasn't trying to go out and see him in concert. This was it. It it was it. Usher was our my time period. So for like for us, I kind of related to it more. Um, He he had he skated. He had strippers. I mean, what else do you want? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> he had uh he had a uh 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 dude about to do a Sunday I mean uh Easter speech out there. Jermaine Dupree. That was hilarious. I I mean that was probably the funniest part because so many people thought that was CeeLo. I did too. Not even gonna lie. I <laughs> I definitely thought it was CeeLo. <laughs> but I, I I saw something where somebody was saying that we know we've gotten old when we're the target demographic for the Super Bowl halftime show. Like that, that lets you know that we are the the median demographic or the median uh, generation right now because that's who they're looking to. Millennials have kind of taken over as the block that people want. So I like it. I'm a zennial, by the way. That's, that's <laughs> all you got, Rosie. That's it, man. All right. So um, we we had a bit of a, a tough week up here. Um, this past Tuesday, Tabitha went to the gym. 
And as she's getting ready to go in there, you know, she she puts her bag under her seat because she doesn't want to carry it in the gym. Goes to work out, come back out. Windows been busted. Somebody took it. And so, you know, she calls and they finally catch the guy. They call her and they said, hey, um, are you missing, you know, your bag or whatever? Can you tell us what the contents are in it? And she verified it um, and uh, wound up getting on the phone with the bank manager. He was like, just give me your pin to your uh, debit number so we can make sure if you made any purchases, we can cancel that and stuff. So everything worked out on that end. Um, Everything about that story was true except for the tablet part. I told that story like that because for the listeners, if you were listening and you heard that story and said, oh man, I'm glad everything worked out and didn't catch the con in that story, Mm-hmm. then that's why I told it for you. You don't give your pen to anybody. That's why I was kind of confused. I'm like, is that? Yeah. I'm so, yeah. Like- so I didn't want to start off by saying, hey, you know, this was a con because the reason why so many people fall victim to cons is because everybody thinks they're too smart to fall for a con. And in this digital age that we're in, it is like con artists and, and fraud people are is at an all-time high of uh catching people. I think I want to say like the numbers in the millions or the billions as far as uh you know what the what the monetary value is. But I just want people to be on the lookout. Don't be so arrogant to think that it can't happen to you because it can. There are some very, very sophisticated scams out there that are out to get you computer, phone, anything electronic, they can use it to get you. So I just wanted to put that warning out there and just do it in a um <laughs> a different way like that by telling that story like that. Uh, so that's that's all I got with that. Other than I see a lot of people complaining about Mia Copa on Netflix by Tyler Perry. <laughs> you don't have to watch that. There's a good movie out there called um Waves that came out five years ago. I just um heard about it. I just was scrolling and saw my man uh Sterling K. Brown. I was like, huh, I like him. This is us. And um, it's it's a different type of movie. Like the way it's filmed, the way it's shot, the way they tell the story is is very different from a typical film. So it's worth your time. Uh, I can't do it justice with telling you what it's about other than just telling you, hey, if you like Sterling K. Brown as an actor, if you like This Is Us and and his, his role in that, he's in it. Uh, the movie does deal with like grief and forgiveness and things that, teenagers go through on a real life basis. That's about the most I can tell you, but I can't do it justice. Just give it a watch. See if there's something you like, but it's called Waves. It's on Netflix now. And it's so good now. I've become a fan. The, the guy who directed it is Trey Edward Schultz. And I'm like, he's directed two other films before this. One is called It Comes at Night. So like, I just want to watch all of his work now because again, I can't speak enough to how it was just shot and how the story was told and everything so those are that that's a really really good movie to check out and again you don't have to check out Mia Copa I mean you're free to check out Mia Copa if you want to but I watched 20 minutes of it and I had to throw the deuces <laughs> well, speaking of Sterling K. Brown did either of you go to see American Fiction I haven't had a chance to so I we did. have not I did not I go to see it I, I did stream it I apologize. Yes. It's just been crazy around here. But uh, 
that was my gonna be my segue. I think it's um, it's a smart movie. You know, I don't think we can say that a lot. I think it's a smart movie. It's very well written. It's it's one of those movies you have to pay attention to and you got to think while you're watching it. Uh, similar to the next movie I was going to recommend was uh, Book of Clarence. It mm. have either one of you seen that? I haven't seen that one. I haven't. So it it think about a it's like a hood. I wouldn't even say gospel movie. Like it's it's such a hood movie, just set in biblical times. <laughs> it's just like the little things. I'll just give you an example of some of this like little moments where it's like being stopped and frisked by the police. You know, let me see your papers and stuff like that. Oh, we're stopping you because you fit the description, you know, and the description is like way off and all this stuff, but it's still the stuff that you deal with and all that stuff that we deal with today. He just took a spin on it and put it in, you know, 33 AD. So um, it's pretty good. Uh, I think the soundtrack super dope. Um, it, I was talking to Z. We watched it last night and it was the soundtrack is very it's unique. I think it's very eclectic. It sounds like something that uh, Keith Stanfield would have in one of his movies. And it was, we were joking because it was a scene in one of the songs like, this is what, this soundtrack sounded like what we wanted the Andre album to be. <laughs> it, 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 when you listen, when you watch it, like, you get it like, I can see Andre recording something, Drake recording something like that. And last but not least, when it comes to recommendations, and I haven't finished watching it, but uh, the last Airbender, we're two two episodes in. I'm so so super excited. I'm already ready ready for season two. I don't know if they picked it up, but I see no reason they won't. Uh, it's it's what we wanted in the movie, but I think it works out better with this live action because you're probably getting what five, six, maybe even seven hours worth of uh, movie and material. Mm-hmm. So, but. Those are my three recommendations. Last two things. Um, man, it's been crazy the last few weeks. These stories are just jaw-dropping. One, did you guys see about the mother in Tennessee that got arrested for highlighting her uh, her daughter, her teaching her daughter a trade? She's an esthetician. And so, so esthetician does skincare and things like mm-hmm. that. And so for Valentine, she knew it was going to be, and her daughter, like, like really loves it. So for Valentine's, she had her five-year-old daughter uh, help her with her clients. So her daughter, five years old, waxed, bikini waxed, 24 grown adult women. And she mm. bragged on it. And she was bragging on it and talking about like, you know, bossing up, teaching her how to, teaching her a trade and a business and become an entrepreneur. And insert little girl's name here just made $750 you know I'm teaching her how to, how to do, do with her money and all that stuff and um, she got arrested mm-hmm. people she put it on Instagram people thought it was crazy they're actually looking for some of the the clients to see if there's any charges they can bring against them for indecent exposure to a minor but there's a lot of lot of, lot of things going on and you have people both appalled in defending her actions so I think that might be a subject for another day but I was just trying to see if you guys heard about that um, yeah I heard about it but the, the the crazy part about it is it's hard to defend that so I, I oh uh, yeah 
but it was on some <laughs> bossing up. I thought you were like, well, what did she do wrong? I was like, eh, we need to talk offline. But it was yeah. kind of like, she's bossing <laughs> up. I'm trying to teach her a trade, yada, yada, yada. And it's, first of all, she's five. I'm like, why isn't she in school? Like, this was middle of the week. Tennessee, they don't get Mardi Gras yeah. off. This was, you know, I'm trying to say why. And then she worked from, she said 24 clients, maybe from seven, eight o'clock that morning to five. So it was like an eight, nine hour work day. It, it was just crazy. And so, uh, well, I mean, the, it, you get around child labor laws because it's her actual child working in her own company or own or you know her business. So you can do that part of it, um, <laughs> even the eight hours. But it's like you say the the idea that you're exposing that child to you know adult genitalia uh, at that age is where you know they're having a touch and that type of thing. I, I, I yeah, yeah, that that could be some really creepy stuff going on. Um, and and like you said, the clients, I I, I judge them a little bit. I, I, I judge them a lot. Judge why, why, why would you let a why would you let a five year old? Five year old, like, yeah, I, yeah. I judge them a lot a bit. <laughs> <laughs> you know, because um, I don't think I don't feel like there's a modest way. I've never got a I've never got a Brazilian, so I don't think there's a modest way to get a Brazilian, especially with a five year old. So, so yeah. the charges include child neglect and child abuse. So, uh, it they did take action really quickly. I, I saw it probably Wednesday or Thursday of last week, and then within a matter of days, like it just it spiraled. People wanted to get some kind of resolution because they were saying that's just so super inappropriate. But and last but not least, did you guys hear about the school in North Carolina, uh, West Charlotte High School, and their Black History? White's only door, black only. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, they took it down. So for other people that don't know, West Charlotte High School has taken down a classroom door display that recreated a segregation era Sears department store entrance. The doors were labeled colored entrance and white entrance and were part of a lesson for Black History Month. Um, it is very interesting that... The, um. There's a lot of different views on this. I actually, when I saw it, uh, I went through a myriad of emotions. Like I, I, I don't completely know where I stand on it. Uh, part of it almost like depends on the color of the teacher who posted it. You know, I went that far trying to figure out how I felt about it. I know we don't have time to talk about it today, but I do want to revisit this as well. Uh, later on and teaching lessons and stuff like that, especially as we continue to take, uh, historical context, historical facts out of our schools. You know, mm-hmm. what are we doing to teach our students? So, yeah. Um, art and iconography and, and visually appealing statements make a difference and it hits home. And like you said, you had those mixed emotions about them being shown and everything like that. Kids these days have never experience that right like we never really experienced that like growing up in the south we might have seen some overt racism a little bit more but i think it's one of those things that having those types of displays now if they were making the kids actually walk through those different doors type thing i i I think would be a little bit much but to just have that display i liked it I, i i saw it i was like i i want more of that my kids going to you know a very mixed school but predominantly white 
um, elementary school, like I would want to see something like that because I, I need the kids to see and understand and feel what that looks like, like to understand that they literally segregated you and you couldn't walk through the same door. And that's where I'm leaning more towards. And I, I we're gonna well since you began the conversation, I'm gonna hit on a little bit, and I definitely want to go deeper into this uh, on another show. But that's I think where I ended up. And I'll take it one step further. You said you don't want them walking through the door. Maybe they need to feel that. And because people say that yeah. it's going to make the black kids feel bad. It's going to hit black kids anyway. You know who I wanted to think about? I wonder how the white kids reacted. I wonder how that affected their psyche. You know, was it a joke to them? Because I'm pretty sure a lot of the black, it might have been a joke initially, but then for some of the black kids, but there was a lot that were that took it to heart. And it's how the white kids seeing this. And I'm in Houston. We have a, a very diverse background. You know, we have a lot of blacks, whites, Hispanics. All I want to see what happens when a Hispanic student walks to that that door, and they're like, "Where do I go?" Mm-hmm. Like, there's so much that goes into that, rather than just you know. Now, there's people. Is this the same teacher that might have got? fine five years ago for wearing blackface I don't know like you know it depends on your intent your overall intent and your knowledge like if somebody like you guys who are very um, deep and really want to impact did something like this I'm behind it 100% because I can sit down and have that conversation with that parent right versus just like you know I thought it would just be cool to have you know I was watching something the other day and I saw Sears and I saw the colored only and the white only I thought it would be a cool exhibit and you know, you can't defend the psyche and the, the overall lesson, but I think it's a really it's a it's an interesting conversation, to say the least. Mm-hmm. You know, no matter because it's part of our history, whether they wanna it hurts feelings or not. You know, you weren't worried about hurting feelings when you were, you know, uh chasing kids down and all I don't even want to get into it. I'm about to get mad. <laughs> uh Buff, you had anything you want to say on that? Uh I was just going to say, I, I want to revisit American fiction after Rozzy watches it. I have some critiques on it, and I'd like love to see what you guys and the listeners think about it. I want okay, to I'll, make sure, I'll, make, I'll, I'll make sure I watch it before we record next for next week. So I'll watch it again, cool. too, because it, it was one of those movies you had to watch, and it was, it, you had a lot of mm, moments. Um, so Cool. Yeah, I get it. But I was just going to say, speaking of interesting conversations... Um, you know, we 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 flipped the script and we actually let Wooisms interview us in the first half of um the conversation. And so I flipped the conversation for our listeners. So you guys last week heard the fir- the second half of the conversation where we were actually kind of doing the interviewing and we were leading the conversation. Uh but it was a very interesting conversation with letting Wooisms and uh, Wu and Hess lead the conversation, so uh, we can jump into that at, at, at this point and and go ahead and experience the the conversation of being interviewed by Wuisms. Yeah, what it do? What it do? What it do, baby? It's your boy Wu. 
That's your boy, big ass man. Hey, man. My bad, man. I forgot, man. You know what I'm saying? We got like a, 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 a studio full today. So me and the great bishop over here, we're actually sharing microphones because we're being a great host. And showing some nice southern hospitality, I think. Is that right? Yeah, yeah, it is. So we acting like the temp- we've been talking about the temptations the last two weeks. So now we shoot duping around one mic. Shoot Yeah, it's it's always wild how like they were so coordinated. Like the choreograph was just ridiculous. I love you too. I know you I love you too. And we got it's like we got a live studio audience on here. Like guests in here. Like I feel like uh that episode of Martin where he was like Joe see he ran in the crowd and you know what I'm saying? Like, ooh, yeah. Yeah, yeah that was a, uh, what's dude's name? Um, I don't know. The thing that uh, that sticks out is the radio interview on that episode. Oh, you talking about what? Uh, with uh, Tommy Davidson. When they were, um, he said, yeah, man, I got I got a lake in the back. I got a lake in the back. Yeah, Barnett, I got a lake in the back. I just, you know, get fresh catfish every day. He's like, yeah, they just <laughs> slice them, dice them, fry them right there on the spot. It's like, he was like, what? And in the 90s, I guess that was a real big thing, but. For us right now, I'm hungry. I'm starving. I ain't even ate since that sample plate last night at Sneaker Bar, but we gonna talk about that a little bit. We gonna talk about it. We gonna talk about it. You know what? I hope this like the one time Amberly does not listen to the episode when she posts it, because if she does, she gonna be like, nigga. <laughs> You ain't like the food? Yeah, I liked it the little bit that I could taste. <laughs> but you know what I'm saying, man? Like, I'm sitting here, man. You know, we're back with another installment of this thing known as Woods. And we're on episode 192. Yeah, 192 episodes later, man. We're still here, man. We appreciate everybody for rocking with us and tuning in. And, you know, I just, like I said, I got the great privilege of sitting next to my good friend, my good brother, everybody's favorite bishop, that voice that sits behind that silhouette that talks like the uh, the guy from uh, the deep voice. It's like, uh, I got your insurance from Geico. That guy. Yeah, the Allstate guy. Sean does that, but he does that on Fatal Attraction. Like he still nah, nah. he still gets checks from Fatal Attraction, and all he read was like a paragraph. It was like, "Oh yeah, I seen him coming down the street," and then they pan to the dude walking down the street. Yeah, that was Sean did that. I appreciate you, good brother, the bishop. Yeah. yeah well, you know, uh, I do what I can. Look, man, I'm sitting next to the good brother, man, the dark man, dark man, woo himself, yeah. um, evil Knievel. Yeah, uh, Rabbi. Long hair, don't care. Black five of you. For the guest over there. Yeah, Mister. Did I, did he die though? I don't know. I don't know. The good brother, Kendrick. Oh, Wooten. What's that? Hey, brother. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. Appreciate it, man. But look, we got three uh three great guests in the building with us today. Our OGs. You know what I'm saying? Uh, if it wasn't for these guys, man, we wouldn't be in the podcast realm that we're in today. So uh, it's a it's a privilege and an honor uh, to at least have two of them because I've been knowing one man for like forever. I mean, it was just like sometimes it was like, ah, do I really want to know this guy? You know, uh, long nights, long dark nights. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they say Omega Sci-Fi is a non-hazing organization. Uh, 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh but yeah, man, we got the good brothers. Uh I don't know. Can I give y'all no, I ain't gonna get that government name. Yeah, give government yeah name. that's fine. That's All right, fine. man. You know, we got Tavoris Ferguson, we got uh Byron Evans, and we have Orazio Macarella. Uh these brothers, uh Ferg Buff and Rizy, the three brothers, no sense podcast, our OGs, man. Appreciate y'all for being in the building with us today. Our pleasure, man. man we glad to be here, bro. Yeah, man. It's about to be fun. Wooden already had us take one shot. Um, I'm not taking any more today. I'm just gonna let y'all know I'm still recovering from the sneaker ball. But hey, man, look, this is Mardi Gras season. You only stop when you go to sleep at night. Bruh, bruh. <laughs> I ain't built like that no more. I'm old. I'm old, bruh. <laughs> you only old as you think you are, sir. Speaking I think I'm old. <laughs> <laughs> that's your, that's your well, third time this week calling us old. <laughs> I didn't call y'all old. You keep saying OG? Man, that's a privilege. Because look, hey, the, he ain't calling look, us unk. Man, look. <laughs> that is true. True. <laughs> Bruh, like, My bad. That's on me. So, you know, I used to coach, right? I used to coach, in, you know, in the city before I just like stopped doing that because my daughter, you know, she wanted to be active at the floor so of course i had to be the good parent and support her so i had to stop coaching so i see these little kids out man they be like man what's up Cole? you an og now i'm like bro i'm only 38 yeah. damn you old they hit me with that uh that kevin hart what he did <laughs> <laughs> they like, damn, damn. <laughs> but yeah man how y'all good brothers doing man man we cooling man it's, uh you know you getting old. We got a homeboy that lives in LA, first cousin. I'll never forget this. He said, I knew I was getting old when I was playing basketball with some youngest. And one of them said, pass the ball, old school. And he was like, oh, he talking to me. <laughs> That's what he knew. He was transitioning, dog. Oh, man. Well, just for the record, he's my older cousin. So, okay. Okay. <laughs> so I still got a little. <laughs> A little bit of time. So shout out to Hooli, man. He listens to the show. And oh, he has man. a dope podcast as well, if I can plug it. Yeah, uh, go Truth ahead. Be, Truth Be Told Sports, man. They doing numbers. They they a pretty big deal, man. So man. shout out to him. That's what's up, man. That's what's up. You know, the first the first plug free, the next one, man, we're going to have to talk about price. Okay. <laughs> 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 Got to get that paper, baby. <laughs> oh, man. But look, man, uh, we're going to go ahead and we're going to jump into these mental checks, man. Uh, this part of the episode is uh, in memory of our good brother. And the good thing about Three Brothers No Sense, man, and everybody in this room, um, is that everybody's from Mobile. You know what I'm saying? The heart, uh, uh, you know, the birthplace of Mardi Gras. That's that's why these brothers are here, man. We're going to talk about where we was at last night and all that in a little bit. But, uh, you know, everybody knows Montreal Slater, man. So uh, rest in peace to our good brother, late Gay Slate. And um, at this time, we're going to go into uh, what we call checking in. We're going to go around the room on a scale of 1 to 10, 1 being your lowest, 10 being your, pos- your highest. You know, a lot of colored people always say, I'm on 100. No, man, we just going to keep it at 10. Right? <laughs> keep it at 10. Uh, and yeah, we just going to get it up on our, our chest, man. You know, a lot of times men don't like to talk about our mental and where we at. So we like to get in tune. If y'all don't mind. Yeah. Um, see, light skin. I always got to take it to another level. <laughs> <laughs> am I the only? I am the only light like, skin. Yes, you are. <laughs> Yes, you are. You said I've been over here. I've been over here patting my forehead. You ain't broken out of one twit bead. With a jacket off. With a jacket. Right, right. 
<laughs> man, so we gonna throw it all the way across the room to Ferg, man. Ferg on a scale of one to ten, bro. Where you at? Check in. I'm gonna say a nine just because I'm on vacation. Family, I'm with my friends. Uh, the only thing that can make this day better if I was a little less sober and hungover from last night, if I was refreshed. So I'm good, man. This is what we need. Uh, I'm gonna also go with a nine. The only thing that'll make it uh, ten if I if I ever get the money to get a private jet, but I'm gonna do a, a ten. But I'm at a nine right now. Um, I just had a birthday, man, and I'm telling you, last week I couldn't even walk. I just woke up with yeah, my go. knee. My knee, I, my knee just gave out on me, dog. Like I I had to schedule ortho uh, orthopedic uh, appointment and everything. Like I couldn't walk. And I just prayed to get better because I was like, yo, I might have to cancel this trip and everything. Like, I literally could not walk. I think it was from doing some lunges. I ain't doing no more lunges with weights anymore. Mm. But um, I'm just happy to be healthy again, man, and see another year. So I'm having a good time down here in Mobile. Had a great time last night. So a nine, a solid nine. Man, that's a blessing. When was your birthday, brother? This past Thursday. Okay. February 8th. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> February 8th. Man. Hey, hey, look, I appreciate that, bro. You know what I'm saying? Aquarius season. I was I was January 25th, man. So you okay. Know, okay. Yeah. You know That's what I'm saying? Late, Aqu- yeah, appreciate it. You know, uh Aquarius men, either they get along or, or they don't. So <laughs> as of right now, we good. Y'all good, we're good. I mean Salute. I am hating on the hair. Why? That's not your problem. That's my problem. Okay. Other than man, that, but look, you got a full, you got, down, you got a full, you got a nice luscious beard, bro. Like I had, so I was growing a beard. I cut it off because it wasn't connecting. So then uh, when I when I cut it, it started connecting. I was like, why you wasn't doing this when I had a beard? You know what I'm saying? But you know, your beard is is very nice, brother. It's very luscious. nice. Where you chose earlier? Luscious. Yeah, that is a luscious beard, bro. You know what I'm saying? Like I don't see no gray in it. Like yeah. people. About wait, wait, no, because because whoa, of my whoa, age, whoa, whoa people think I dye my beard. I've never dyed my beard. And I'm like, why y'all want me having a great beard too? I already don't have hair. So I already been humbled <laughs> once. Let me have my black beard, bro, man. I, 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 I ain't mad because I got like some great pants. I, I was like, all right, I'm gonna cut it. Now I had these gray strands. There's a string or two in there. I can't see. I ain't oh, got the full salt and pepper uh, yet. My, my, my gray coming in. I love it. Yeah, I don't yeah. know why y'all talking. Like, I mean, it is what it is. I'm just saying, man. My hair left me. It went. It said it was going to the store and it'd be right back. Here we mm. get some milk. Yo, I went to go get some milk and ain't no return. You know what I'm saying? I'll be right back. Look, look. What do you think? Luckily, my wife decided to stay with me, man. So, mm. but yeah, my, my hair lied to me. Blessing to, to that queen, store. man. Yeah, man. I never came back, bro. It's alright, brother. Look, I, man. I, I, you know, uh, so my dad and my my older brothers, like they all went bald in their twenties. So I was like, I just prayed to God. I was like, God, please don't let me like. I'm already dark skinned. I'm kind of I'm kind of obese. Like I don't want to be bald too. (laughs) (laughs) Is that what I should have did? Because mine was so embarrassing. So we, matter of fact, Rosie was with me at this moment. We went to go visit my homeboy that used to be. He was locked up. He used to be locked up. Mm -hmm. was going to visit him and I was walking ahead of everybody, right? And so uh, it was a young lady that came with us because she was uh, kind of like seeing him. She came with us. So I'm walking ahead of them and she said, 
Byron, you getting bald. <laughs> oh, loud. Oh, 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 like, oh, damn. I guess it's time to let it go. <laughs> At least you let it go, man. So, some people fight. Yeah, man. That was bad yeah, show, yeah, bro. yeah. So, man, like, I don't know. I was like, so I got people asking me, well, how long you going to keep your locks? But until they start parting ways, that's how I know. Because <laughs> it be some of these dudes, man, like they got one lock strand over here. There's <laughs> a patch growing over. I'm like, nah, nah, that ain't going to be me. Good old Stevie. Yeah. <laughs> All Hey, none of Stevie friends telling him the truth, man. No, no. <laughs> they like, man, this nigga got all these Ass number ones. right here. Yeah. <laughs> he gonna take an L soon. <laughs> and which one? It's Stevie that ain't um ain't Steven blind, ain't right? Blind. He not blind. not blind. So he should be able to see that it had going back. Byron swears to Stevie. <laughs> Stevie don't want to lose out on that disability. I'll be blind. <laughs> <laughs> That's how you get that hundred percent. Yeah, see, there you go. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> hey man, that's what's up, man. So we got two brothers, two brothers on nine. Where you at, Ryan? Uh, I'm gonna go with an eight. I'm okay. gonna go with an eight. So I'm gonna bring it down a little bit. Um, I am. I'm enjoying it. I'm glad I'm home or whatever. I'm glad I was able to get away from work and all of that and and quiet the noise. Um, take the time or whatever. But you know, it, it's. My dad's not here and all of that. That's that's hard. So this was a big time for him and everything. He loved Mardi Gras. You know, him and my mom, they had the Mardi Gras store mm-hmm. and all of that and everything. And so being here and trying to get everything together for the parade that we're going to be in on Monday, all of that, man, it's 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 a little bit weighing on me. But at the same time, man, it's just good. It's good to be here. Can't complain about life. Can't complain about work job kids doing great they got their progress reports and got all a's they're uh joking on each other because ollie got a 96 and sophie told him he need to get good because he needs to get up to a 98 so i like wow. that my kids are pushing each other they're holding each other accountable it's good man life is good Shit, I, I mean when i was in school i was just trying to get a c it was like <laughs> oh, your 96 ain't good enough <laughs> <laughs> well, Rosie, i'm gonna um give you a little something to think about so what similar to you lost a lot of loved ones along the way, you know, so Mardi Gras being home brings me back to remembering them. But the beautiful thing is being able to create those memories with your kids. So, mm-hmm. you know, one day your kids will be bringing their kids and stuff back to Mardi Gras, you know, growing up in Dallas, I remember that was one of the rare family trips we made was just like every year coming to Mardi Gras. So now for them, when we come to Mardi Gras, making that more of a, uh, a family trip, something that we're doing traditionally, you know, start bringing that on and you're like even though your dad's not here he is here because he's living through you and the things that you're doing for your kids so you know i pass through different areas of town like my dad's old shops around the corner mm-hmm. you know we used to park there for mardi gras his old house is down the street we used to host there for mardi gras so too close to uh, be comfortable but also just having my kids here and just like as you get older starting to create those memories with your kids man you're doing everything right so um 8.2 Eight point eight, yeah, yeah, we'll bump it up a little bit. Eight point five, eight point five. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> so cute, man. It gives you mixed feelings. Uh, oh yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. I, I love yeah, both yeah, 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 yeah. So like coming home is like uh, it gives you mixed feelings. Though. So I definitely understand what you're coming from. Yeah, yeah, man. That was like that was kind of like one reason why like I couldn't leave like Mobile when I came back because you know I was uh I was still in uh Air Force Hood mm-hmm. when my dad passed away in two thousand fourteen. And so it was just like, you know, I came back home. And I was just like, man, I'm gonna make sure I get everybody straight. Then I'm just gonna leave because I can't deal with. Yeah, I'm still here. 
You know yeah. what I mean? Uh, so, I mean, it, it weighs different on everybody for sure. You know what I mean? But, you know, like Ferg said, man, it's just like the memories. Like, I, I can see myself, like, I don't know. Like, I just love being from Mobile, especially like around this time. Like, when the beginning of the year hits, I'm like, damn, I'm good. Mm-hmm. My birthday in January, we got the second Lionel's ball. You know what I'm saying? I'm like taking like three weeks of work off. Like, I hate the post office. And I'll talk three about it later. Weeks. Yeah, I know. Oh, man, look. <laughs> Man, hey, I be using sick leave. I be using veteran leave. I don't, I don't think like, you're supposed to say that on air, sir. Ask <laughs> <laughs> him. I've been, I've been doing it for five years now. Ain't nobody called me HR yet. <laughs> what you but, do is, man, and then you know, like Mardi Gras season rolls around, man. Like I always, you know, I, and then I went to school. Like before I transferred to UAB, I went to Dillard in New Orleans. Mm. So like everybody down there, like they like, oh, you know. New Orleans, Mardi Gras, Trump's Mobile. I'm like, man, I right, just sit down, calm down, yeah. calm down. Like, it, it's not. But like Farrah said, I I think Mardi Gras and Mobile is way more family oriented. It's way it more is. family friendly. It's more fun if you're over 25. Let's just be honest with it. Like, it's much much better. <laughs> Listen, if y'all can only see. Byron's wife was trying like, to fix him a drink. So, you know, for the people, man, while we laughing so much, man, like, Buff's wife is like, he like, hey, babe, I need you to fix me a drink. So she, so this is the voice that I'm hearing him, like, echo yeah. without saying anything. <laughs> hey, babe, I need you to fix me a drink. She's like, okay. Yeah. Uh, so he, she goes over to the drink area and he's like, Hey, add that tonic water. Wait, good, good, good. Yeah. Add that great goose. She starts to pose. It's like, just a little bit more. She's like, uh, she got heavy hand. Yes, she did. Like, hey, <laughs> abort, abort. He finished. <laughs> I had a light breakfast, man. <laughs> Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. <laughs> and what's crazy is that stuff happens all the time but because nothing else is going on she was the center of attention we're all we were in it with you right we're all like yeah. that's what that tonic's good come on babe no I'm sorry, we interrupted. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even remember what I was saying. Family oriented. Family, Family oriented. Twenty five yeah. and okay, older. Right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Mobile. If you're if you're twenty five and over, Mobile is by far a better Mardi Gras for oh, you yeah. uh, than New Orleans. Uh, New Orleans is great. 18, 20 years old when you're trying to get drunk, pass out on Bourbon Street, that type of thing. Mm-hmm. It's cool, See but places. yeah. Keep going. On, no, New Orleans Mardi Gras is awesome. Keep going to New Orleans Mardi Gras. <laughs> right? It's hard enough to get. Mobile like Mardi Gras for the city. That's, that's all it is. Hey, man. It is a city. It's a city vacation. 
it is people come back. That is probably one of the main reasons people who like we all stay out of town, the three of us, we all look forward to coming back. The mm-hmm. people I know that stay out of town, if they're going to come back that year, that is probably one of the top three reasons everybody comes back. You know, you going back to Mardi Gras? Yeah, I'm going to go back this year. So it's a city Mardi Gras, like, and it revives the city. Mobile, I love my hometown, but it has as good as bad. But I think Mardi Gras gives the city what it needs to get through the year. Mm-hmm. It's, a lot of, it's a lot of tough stuff going on in the city. So it revives the city. It, it It's like an adult Christmas, right? It has you looking forward to that next year. Like, man, people go to the balls. Like people, people who don't really have that much enjoyment on a regular basis find true enjoyment during Mardi Gras. Like you said, um, I forgot, when we said this last night, like that was Fino saying like, like you stop drinking Wednesday. It's like, it doesn't stop, the party doesn't stop. So mm-hmm. Mobile Mardi Gras, don't come, go to New Orleans. There's nothing to see here. You know, <laughs> I like this. <laughs> there's nothing to see here. We don't need no more people. Hey, man, go to New Orleans lie. and show, show the titties. <laughs> <laughs> you know. I took all, all next week too. <laughs> They did not. When we were in school, we didn't get the whole week off. Look, look I said, my kids off, I'm off. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to be Wednesday. at home with them jokers. I just don't want to be at work. My, 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 my kids' principal is from Mobile. And so when I sent in the little form to say that they were going to be out, I was like, yeah, because Mobile Mardi Gras is more important to school. And she just responded, LOL. And she was like, so y'all have fun. She knows. Yeah. Because you've been saying that all day. No, I did. I, really I, I put okay. it in the email. I was like, yeah. Are we supposed to tell them in advance if the kids ain't going to be there? Yeah. Yeah. It's oh. an advance. <laughs> yeah. That's new to me. Do we do that? It's an absence request form you're supposed to put in. No, no. It's, that was so, a, like, like you just miss it. We'll figure it out yeah, after yeah. the fact. I don't well, know. I mean, so that's it's so the teachers can give them their homework early, send their stuff home, that type of stuff. Like, I guess yeah, that's why you have kids that are. Uh, they got 96s and 98s, right? Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah, there it is. Yeah, yeah. that's right. All right. I guess we need to get our priority straight. My daughter was looking at Scott over here looking too. <laughs> hey, next time you miss school, you know, baby. We, we all went to the floor together. We was trying to be grown. But we would like plot our spot out early for Mardi Gras on Fat Tuesday. And we call ourselves trying to grill. None of us knew how to grill. Like we thought grilling we know meant, how to light it. We thought grilling meant that the fire, that's when you put the meat on. So whenever the, the fire died out, we was like, oh damn. Fire went out, so we tried to relight it. <laughs> like, not knowing, stupid, that's what you want to happen. <laughs> so, we always just wind up eating like chips and sandwiches and stuff. And charred the grill, man. And, and the thing about it is we did it big. Like, we always we always had the hookup. We had a homeboy that worked at Win Dixie or something, who dating a chick that had, that worked at, uh, that was a uh, cashier, and mm-hmm. we were paying 20 cents a, a pound for ribs and stuff like that. <laughs> We had slabs of ribs. We had a homeboy who will remain unnamed worked at McDonald's. So we had all the hookup on McDonald's. We had how many pounds and packs of chicken nuggets? The spicy, the spicy chicken nuggets? Man, they are delicious. Yes, especially when you cook them at home. Those some live <laughs> New Year's Eve parties we do, man. But um, yeah, we didn't we didn't understand Mardi Gras, right? We didn't understand what the hell we were doing. We had all the checklist stuff going. Like we had a grill, fire, uh, meat, mm-hmm. maybe some seasoning, barbecue sauce. Uh, <laughs> you know what though? That's why um, I call these two and a lot of others that are not here 
family. Like always, we always jokingly say we was trying to be grown. We were just trying to do family stuff, man. That's what families do. They get together on Mardi Gras, Fat Tuesday, plot out a spot, have a b- whole bunch of food, everybody come together. We've always tried to do family things, even when we have the money. You know what I'm saying? In high school, we just trying to be trying to be grown, man. So love these two brothers and uh the the, the rest of the, the family that ain't here. Definitely. Right My bad. We interrupt y'all whole flow. Yeah, man. I'm 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 where Rizzi is. I'm at an eight, man. Um I'm still recovering from last night. <laughs> so you finally get hot, you coming out that jacket. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's Levi's fault. Yeah. Hey, Hess, that's Levi's fault. Oh, facts. Like, cause after that, after yeah. the shots with Levi, I was like, oh, I, I'm I'm starting to feel this a little too early. I wouldn't expect to feel this way. <laughs> Can we talk Sorry. about that? Yeah, let's talk about it. Can we talk? Bro. I've been taking shots my, a long time. Yeah. And I always felt comfortable because it's just one <laughs> shot, right? But he gave, it was like three, four liquors in one shot. And what was the tricky thing is he put it in an alcohol bottle. So it looked legit-ish. It, looked, <laughs> it wasn't like moonshine. It's somewhat. Because like, oh, it's moonshine. It's like, nah. So I'm like, okay. It's, if it was moonshine. It was in a vodka bottle, but uh-huh. it was brown. Yeah. I'm intrigued. a brown vodka. I'm intrigued. You had me at a brown vodka, right? That's where we're at. And somehow we had, there was vodka. Mm-hmm. There was vodka. There was Hennessy in it. Tequila. Tequila. Crown Apple. Crown and triple set. And triple set. Yep. All in one shot. Yeah. And it was it was uh dangerously smooth. Oh, y'all took multiples. We took two. Yeah. Two. Mm-hmm. I just I just remember like we finished the interviews and I was like, yo, I'm not supposed to be filming this yet. The party hasn't started. Yeah. Like the music hadn't come on. The music, yes. Like nobody's in there but us. That's a good yeah. point. The music hadn't yeah, started yeah. yet. No. This is a long night. The DJ wasn't even on the stage. This is the earliest long night ever. Yeah. He hadn't flipped the switch or nothing. Like, you know, like you flip the switch and you start to hear buzzing from the speakers before that. You didn't hear none of that. It was just us. And I was like, yo, this is too early for this. And then it just went up from there. And I remember. We were driving home. My wife was like, hey, you you need to let me drive. And I was like, nah, man, I'm good. I got it. And then I was like, nah, I ain't got it. I ain't got it. When you admit you ain't got it, yeah, you know it's a problem. It's like, I ain't got it. And I pulled over and let her drive. And this morning I woke up and I was like, yo, I used to be able to do this like a decade ago. And like, I would have been straight the next day. I need a nap. And I had to get a nap before we came here today. Because if not, I'd probably still be... Struggling, <laughs> but also leave up when you die from your own shots. So what he didn't t- did he tell y'all where he went before our our, our, our great our grateful meals came out our meals which yeah. were awesome yeah came out this is probably like at least an hour and a half before we, we ate right somebody left yeah to crystal he went and got a sack of crystals yeah yeah he said because he, he needed substance he didn't ask anybody else. he asked us we wanted a shot right <laughs> did he offer any y'all a sack no did, no no and the thing is since he provided us with shots he should have advised us what we needed to do next he didn't and so i'm like i feel let down <laughs> i feel betrayed because <laughs> he, he he knew what to do 
and gave us he sent us down this path but he didn't advise us what to do next and i don't i don't know how to feel about that and he actually bragged on his crystals he showed up like it's up there on the stage you see <laughs> man look all i know is i just like at one point I was just like, oh man, why is this sitting like right on my intestine? <laughs> I, was like, I was like, it's not moving, it's not going anywhere. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so I was like, say, oh, well, oh, my mouth a little dry. Uh, <laughs> I think it's time for me to put my church finger in the air and leap. <laughs> and I did as such. And I was driving because I stay in seal. So I was I was driving, I was making that little drive to the house, and I was just like, oh Lord, I just need to lay down. Oh Lord. Like, I can't find nobody to talk to. I need somebody to talk to. <laughs> and, and for the listeners, all of our stomachs were like empty. We hadn't eaten at all when we took that concoction. Because <laughs> that wasn't an original plan, though. No. It caught me off guard. So I, I'm going to say what I said last night. I took that shot, and that liquor was like, hello, hello. <laughs> like, Where's the food that helped soak me up? It was in there. <laughs> I, I took that shot in good faith. <laughs> I took that shot in good faith that I should trust Brother Levi that he understands we're all we're in this together. Right? The party hasn't started. We just get, we're kicking it off. It's a we were pregame. Mm-hmm. All I know is he came on. He said, "My brother from Williams, I'm ready to get y'all drunk." Here go me. Let's do it. Oh, we didn't hear that part of the conversation. And I'm looking at the bar. I said, "Game day." Yeah. <laughs> Interesting. I'm intrigued. Mm-hmm. Brown Baca. Yeah. <laughs> so he kept calling the game day. I'm like, I'm 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 with it. So then like after we took the first shot, he's like, Yeah, I just like the bottle. That ain't what's in there. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> man, shout out to Levi Sales, man. The OG, the hostess with the mostest, man. Hey I'm man. Let's see. We got two nines, we got an eight point two, eight point five. Man, I'm at a, I ain't gonna lie to you, I'm at a 10. Okay. I'm at a 10. There we go. There I'm we at go. a 10. I ain't gotta see the post office for another week. I don't care about nobody mail. I got my W-2s. I got everything I need to, for my taxes. So if you live at Theodore, I'm sorry for you. See, you brought up taxes, I'm at a seven. <laughs> <laughs> Look, once upon a time, I look forward to filing taxes. Yeah. Now I'm just like, I'll get to it when I get to it. Right. I can't even. When do they do? <laughs> but you know what? Um, we were having a conversation about you guys in the postal service just yesterday. Well, just don't don't share it with me. I'm sorry. <laughs> don't bring them down. And don't you, bring you, them you, down. You're probably, you're probably the reason we were kind of having that conversation. Well, you know what? Let's have that conversation <laughs> then. What do you got to say about us postal? Y'all don't care. I at all. At all. No. At all. No. At all. I, I don't. Lady refused to deliver our mail because like there was a car parked by the mailbox. Well, move the move the car. It, so you want so you want to inconvenience the mail carrier to get out of their their truck? Yes. No. <laughs> Your job is it's in the title. <laughs> you're a delivery person. Like you, out of all the delivery services, you're the laziest. FedEx has to walk to every door, every package, Amazon. Every door. And you see why they out be on a, your ring camera, be throwing your package out and of, kicking them out of a thousand. FedEx especially, because they, they, they hood. FedEx is hood. You, ha- you had to. The headquarters in the middle. Park the truck. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Touche, brother. Yeah, you had to park your truck in. I'm, it, the mailbox is right here. It's but there's a car right now. Yes. We had that conversation, Okay, right? we'll move the car. Well, I don't know if you can speak on that. 
And if you can't, we can just keep it. I'll speak on anything. But while I've been here, I've noticed three mail trucks mm-hmm. that are just like in empty parking lots, chilling. Oh, yeah. What, what are y'all... Is that y'all lunch break? What nah, man, they just contemplating if they're going to deliver the rest of the mail. <laughs> <laughs> I used to be a carrier before I moved this out. Like, I know. I saw one. I saw one like in... Uh, is that Clark? Is that Clark by... Uh, Chickasaw. Anyway, mm-hmm. it was the one was in Clark, just in Clark parking lot. It's a Saturday, so no school there. Just chilling. I'm like, are you just going? Are you going to deliver mail? Or are you just going to chill the rest of the day? Man, like, look, sir, look, hey. So <laughs> different carrier routes. Some people got like time routes. They get paid by how long they be out there. I know because I used to be on one of them routes. <laughs> so sometimes you just pull over, like I right, they clocking me. I'm just going to pull over for about five, ten minutes. You do that a couple of times, they're gonna add up to an hour. And so there's nobody that says, so you guys really can decide whether or not you deliver the mail or not. Nah, you don't supposed to, but sometimes you just be like, man, fuck it. I asked that because on our last episode <laughs> of Three Brothers No Sense, I read these two brothers' uh stories of three women that had gotten like random money from DC. They mm-hmm. gave them like 10 grand or what I didn't tell them is one of the ladies was a mail carrier. Mm-hmm. And in her story, because they were supposed to explain how the money affected their lives. And she said, and I quote, I had to learn that sometimes I have to be there for my son and that mail can just wait. And I'm like, what did you say? <laughs> what, what do you mean the mail can just wait? So you just, you just say, F that mail is just- <laughs> 100% agree with her. So when we wait no stuff, sometimes it's because it just y'all just said F that mail. <laughs> you pulled over at Clark. No, 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 no. Nah, I used to I used to pull over at like Win Dixie, go in there, get me, you know, something to eat, chill out. I probably, you know, so, go to the ABC store over there, woo, get a bottle. Woo, we waiting on stuff, brother. You go to the ABC store in the mail car? Woo, we yeah. wait. We wait on Free stuff, gas. <laughs> so let me get this straight. So things change. Things evolve. Um, at one point, we grew up, you know, the police officers protect and, protect and serve. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Today, kind of like, rain, sleet, or snow. That Does that know? <laughs> no. no. Yes, it matters because look, so I'm gonna tell you like that this. ain't your, that ain't your no, Instagram no, no. tag. I mean, we'll be out there, like you know what I mean. Like so, you know, I don't know. Like, did, did y'all brothers go to work during COVID? Yes, I work from home. I work from well, home. Lucky you, House Negro. <laughs> First time I ever been called. <laughs> that's escalated quickly. <laughs> we got beef with him. <laughs> this is all jokes. I don't want beef with the, uh, the Put him on the list. Say, Put him on the list. But I say I heard the two's gonna get lost in the mail. <laughs> Let me call my people out of, out of Texas. Uh, <laughs> his name is Tavares Ferguson. Don't no, deliver no, 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 his. No. <laughs> but no, what I'm saying is like. Bro, like we we didn't take off. We was considered essential, but not considered essential. Like all the essential people were getting like these extra pay increases. Not the post office, not the post office, and we had to work like overtime, all that. I got tired of it. I'm sure some people packages came up 
missing or went somewhere else. I don't care. I was there. <laughs> but I say, I, like, I say, I like to say, like, hey, we was there, bro. Rain, sleet, snow, COVID. So you can add that to your resume. So Rain, sleet, snow, COVID. Did the post office <laughs> lie because they would put on their website due to COVID? That was a lie. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think you were supposed to say that. So. Okay. I'm sorry. If they come back and ask me, my PTSD kicked in. Y'all y'all see fit. Hey man, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. But they gonna have to figure it out for a week because I ain't in there. And then my, my postmaster got nervous saying, Well, Kendrick, if we need you Friday, I'll call you. Okay. <laughs> I'm gonna look at my phone. I was in, I was in urgent care. Did you see my call? Yeah. Yeah, I can't tell you how many times just with the urgent care for my back, uh, sore throat, oh, out for man. five days. <laughs> Anytime you like <laughs> Whether I show up <laughs> Hey man it's a struggle man It's a struggle I already got my exit plan I hope I get this 100% disability mm-hmm. I got my exit plan ready I got my, my camera people coming I'm just gonna go on to work that day all night When everybody get there I'm just gonna stand on the desk Pull my pants down Tell them to kiss my black Walk out the door <laughs> I don't think you're supposed to say that why? Like now. Because now it's premeditated. Like now. So? Uh, PTSD, <laughs> I can't remember. I don't think you go. That's a that's that's PPTSD. You can't pre-PTSD. <laughs> it don't work that way. <laughs> Wait, for real? I can't do that? I was, I was oh. standing next to, I was standing next to uh Ah jokes. <laughs> <laughs> I was standing next to Bambi's mom yesterday. I, I think you were interviewing Fur, and you was talking about, I'll just say, unseasoned chicken. Yeah. <laughs> and when you finished the interview, Bambi's mom was like, man, we're going to have to edit that. <laughs> <laughs> and she said it like, she's so used to doing it when it comes to you. <laughs> It's a lot of times, especially early on, we would do stuff and then just be like, they just look at me like <laughs> So you the voice of reason. Like yeah, yeah, like so so your man's with like what what's up with your man's? I'm like, man, I'll talk to him. Just give him some grace. <laughs> give him some grace, please. Like oh, that yeah, yeah, you you lack tech. You do lack tech. Yeah, bro. so yeah. interviewing Rising. Yeah, so Rising yeah. Said, I'm gonna use my media training. Say <laughs> <laughs> like, it's been good talking to you. <laughs> oh good. Oh, good. Uh, and I think that was after probably the first Levi shot. Yes. So all uh, oh, you two shots in. Yeah, because we had already taken our shot. Oh, yeah, so that's so, yeah. PTSD. That's PTSD. Yeah, that you can. Plain, <laughs> temporary intensity. Yeah, man, that, 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 that was Roz, man. Roz was the first person. He's like, "Ooh, you got good intentions, but you just like tech." <laughs> I said, "What do you mean I like tech?" While I'm talking to him, I said, "What is tech?" <laughs> oh, I do like. Who told tech. you that? <laughs> she was lying. <laughs> I got all the tech you need. <laughs> no, no, we was on the phone. He was like, "Ooh, man, you know, you, it's certain." Like you just can't say like you lack tech. I was like, what do you mean I lack tech? And he while he explained, I'm over there Google, huh? 
I oh, dare him tell man. me this. This is true. Oh. <laughs> wildin'. Just wildin', man. <laughs> oh, man. Yes, sir. But, yeah, all in all, man, I'm at a 10, man. I'm good. You know, it's Mardi Gras. Like, I can't, you know, Joe Kane Sunday, I'm going to be at the frat house all day. I'm going to wake up, drink, go down there, drink, go to sleep in the car, wake up again, pray, drink again, fall asleep, go watch Super Bowl. Oh, perfect Sunday. It is a good Sunday. It's a good Sunday. That's how I know God is. Uh, God loves the bros, and Jesus <laughs> is a cute. <laughs> Wait a minute. Wait. Wait a minute. He did say the Alpha and Omega. <laughs> I can assume. Jesus is a Q. Yes. <laughs> so he, he up there like that. Yeah, man, look. Wow. Man, look. That's dope. Hey, if, if they didn't if they didn't pin his hands down, they would be like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> hey, I'm just gonna let you know, brothers know. I just walked out and walked back in. Your cologne game is on point. It, it's just, it, what you it, wearing, it, man? Uh, I got uh, Mark Jacob uh, Echo Blue. That's what I got okay. on today. Nice, nice. Yeah. I know some of y'all. I know you got some on. Man. I got Bond Number Nine. Oh, that's the expensive stuff. Green, 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 Greenwich Village, something like that. All of their scents is named after something in New York. Mm. Mm. Well, all of it combined makes a great scent. I just, walked <laughs> in, I walked in and was like, okay, <laughs> <laughs> bottle that. You want cologne, sir? No. Are you, are you don't make sense. I just, I just, yes. Well, you know, you know him being an African prince, like they just have their own musk. Oh, talk about, <laughs> talk about natural. That talk about how he walked. Oh in. man, look. Hey, you know what? We're gonna, we're gonna talk what's, about the sneaker what's bar. Next, you gave us a, ru- a rundown. <laughs> oh yeah, we, <laughs> wow. Tell you what talking about. You what talking about? Where's the agenda? No, uh, look, we, don't, we don't stick the scripts over here. This, <laughs> you know, this is You know what I mean? Uh, but, uh, man, when the good brother Ferg walked in last night, he walked in like uh, Egyptian royalty. <laughs> like, I'm to my straight out the sands. You know what I'm saying? Like, he walked in like coming to America 3.5. With the Nigerian prince, he was giving away a million dollars. Man, that, that good on. brother walked in like all blacked out, mm-hmm. right? We're Did you have on socks? Nope. We're bringing uh, up old stuff. Uh, no, nah, he ain't too old. That was, that was less than 24 hours ago, brother. Right we good. Full tuxedo. Full, full tuxedo. You move forward. Full Facebook tuxedo. story lasts, what, 24 hours? Man, look. That thing still spinning up. <laughs> man, he had a, a, a line on his uh, lapel. Man, that good brother looked nice. Mm-hmm. Skin was on oil. <laughs> I don't like Look that. good, good brother. You <laughs> held it down for us dark-skinned gentlemen. I am brother, yes. Smile one time. <laughs> Next. He put us to shame. I felt like a light-skinned brother comparing this to you last night. <laughs> <laughs> now, as much as I listen to y'all, you know, podcasts, man, I never heard Ferg just, like, at a lost words. Fer- Ferg doesn't like talking about himself. <clears throat> so he'll talk about anything else and anybody else except for himself. That's the issue. Shout bro. So, so we can talk about him. So... <laughs> <ain't> it, no. <laughs> I mean, Rosie did ask a question, I think it was last episode, that had me and Fern. We were lost. We didn't know how to answer. Oh, the answer is yes. 
Yes. Wipe them when you pee. You shit. For kids. Oh, okay. For kids. I What's the question? I, it was. Oh, so um, I was on the phone with Lenny, mm-hmm. or I was chilling with Lenny, and he was telling me a story of one of his homeboys that his lady is teaching her nephew to wipe himself after he goes pee. Wipe what? Wipe his penis. Like the little hole? <laughs> ah, he's so long. Tim, right, Tim, he's so long. It's like, how, how so do we get long. it? How, I don't even know how to edit this out. Like, I don't know how to edit this out. Like, what like, is what? going? <laughs> yeah. Wait a minute. So we asked, should guys be wiping after they go number one? Yes, what you got? Hold on. All right. How deep did, into this question did y'all get? Oh, we had we got a good twenty minutes out of that conversation because they caught us off guard. That was I've all, <laughs> we've talked about everything under the saying, as you should probably know. And that was a question. I don't, I don't, I don't know how to respond. I don't know where to go with this. So, one of the three shakes you play with, right? That's yeah. the That's how we grew up. So, all right. So she's teaching him to take one square. We don't. We don't. We don't know the square count. Square. We don't know the square count. We didn't even get to that part. So now, so see how quickly the conversation will come deeper. <laughs> so many assumptions were made in that hey, conversation. I didn't even think about how many squares you use. How many, what's the square count? Use Kleenex. You gotta yeah, be at two. A baby wipe. I don't you know. I don't know where you go. You one square. You gotta yeah. at least get two and fold it. Like. I'm gonna say, are you folded? And it's like I don't. I, I don't know. I don't. Bald. I don't. Do you wipe or does he pat? Like, yeah, yeah, it's like there's questions. Which you would have, I would think it would be a pet, right? Pet. Yeah, I would assume it pet. would be a pet. How, how do we get here? <laughs> yeah. How do we get here, people? It would be a pet. Um, you know, it's wild because women have no idea. Like they have no idea. So it was, it was like what it was Lenny's sister or something. No, his his, his homeboy's homeboy. girlfriend, girlfriend right. teaching her for nephew. nephew. So it wasn't even her son; it was her nephew. But the answer should be yes. If I was the homeboy, I'd leave her. Like that's blasphemy. Like, <laughs> you just like okay, uh, little Jeff. Once you pee, you shake twice, and then you get the cube, and you just tap it. <laughs> no, who does that? Imagine your son coming home the first time, showing what he learned. Like what happened? Like how, I don't, I don't even understand how this is a transition, right? Like it's. You left the house and you weren't wiping. Right. <laughs> you came back. Wiping. <laughs> Are they teaching this at school? Right. I got I got questions. Right. Like, you know, like it's it's who taught you this? So like the like tissue is expensive. <laughs> Everything is expensive. And so we're <laughs> so we're oh, Lord. Using extra tissue. Edit, edit that out, please. <laughs> oh, I'm over ordering stuff, so I order Scott. No, I order Scott and Angel Soul. Do you do? Are you a single ply guy? No, I like double ply. I was gonna say single ply. Yeah. No, man, like mm-mm. I had my mom to send me double ply when I was in basic training, and then I was selling it for like ten dollars a roll. <laughs> yeah. Drill sergeant, let you get the double ply. Cause drill sergeant opened all our stuff. Nah, so. they opened our stuff. Like my drill sergeant, I had one from uh Montgomery. I had another one from uh Macon. So you know, what I'm saying they was like, "Well, who your country? Oh, Bill, you good?" So I ain't having hard like everybody got, some basic. We, we, oh, got two, we got two ladies, two ladies in here right now. Should should men be? Well, I mean, y'all come on to the yeah, y'all can go, go to the mic. mic. Y'all can go to the mic. Grab a mic. The key. No, we shouldn't be wiping. You don't want 
You don't want to you don't say no, it on yeah, the mic? Come on, just come over say, and just, speak just, on the mic. Just talk to the mic. You don't even have to, you don't have to do that. I just... Yeah, shake his nose. But it yeah, was it, it was about kids. I have a four-year-old son. And I just... After but does he want to come to the mic and yeah, say something? Because he just looked up like, wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> you talking about me? Yeah, you told me to shake that thing. <laughs> he was like, do not put my business out the here. The four-year-old son is like in here right now. <laughs> he needs all the help he can get. <laughs> <laughs> he might not all the way be done. He might like, it might be, you know, so they're not, they're on to the next step. <laughs> I peed. What's next? <laughs> right? <laughs> And so it's, and I talk about this show like this morning. Yeah. It's like, like he wakes up at night, he goes to the bathroom. And when I change, I take him to school in the morning. So when I'm getting him ready for school, I'm like, did you pee? Like, I'm thinking, did he pee on the sofa or something like that? But it's more so he probably just half sleep. I'm trying to get back into bed. Mm-hmm. So any any drippage or whatever the case, can we say drippage? Is that? Yeah. Like, yeah you I go know, for it. Yeah. 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 Um, it is what it is. He just in the bed. So they're not accustomed to just making sure that they're all the way, you know. And it happens maybe once every blue moon, but it's just better safe than sorry. Uh but I mean I just guess this is the price you pay, right? Like this, you know, I don't I'm I, I'm still haven't taught him to wipe. I'd, I'd rather my yeah. son smell pissy. I'm sorry. <laughs> Like that's a part of his man. Yeah, it's yeah. just. And I'm gonna talk about you for smelling pissy, so that you won't smell pissy next time. So they can call him Pissy Olive, but not Wifey Olive. <laughs> <laughs> man, I was in the bathroom and I was in there. Pat, 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 pat. <laughs> so yeah, so that's I get it. Like <laughs> we're so many pat. Like that, that was a, that was that was a. That was a consensus he was bad, right? That was a consensus. But you know, yeah, like, it's, yeah, yeah. cause you know, kids gonna talk about anything. So, you know, either you gonna be like, oh, the little pissy Ollie, you know? He won't be, you know, he won't be the first pissy Ollie, right? But you know, Patty Ollie, pissy is better, better than Patty. Exactly. Yeah, you know, piss over Pat. Right? Oh man. All right, we're back. I hope you enjoyed that show. Uh, cause I know I did. Uh, everybody around us did, including my kids. So, with that being said, fellas, let's go ahead and close on out. Pardon shots. Only thing I got, man, uh, I did get a chance to go see Cat Williams this weekend. And so the Dark Matter tour, um, it is as funny as you thought it would be after watching the club Shay Shay, uh, especially since he's combining all of his evil powers. I think they're com- becoming the Legion of Doom or something. But um, you got Monique on the tour. Uh, you got a couple surprise guests. I, I don't want to give the the... Um, surprise away but um, the comedians are funny on it man some of the new comedians and younger comedians on there are like hilarious so if you get a chance uh, go see it Uh, it, it's a good show well worth it Uh, I really enjoyed it but I'm not going to spoil anything see Ferg I'm getting better at it so I just wanted to let everybody know uh, it was a good show and the other thing that I have man is one day I want to be as petty as Damon Dash because Damon Dash lost a lawsuit, has to sell his portion of Rockefeller Records for $850 million. Jay-Z, or wait, $850,000. Jay-Z didn't want it to go to another third party, so he offered him $1.2 million for his share of Rockefeller Records. And Damon Dash said no. 
you're not getting it. So, <laughs> is so that all it was the worth? The level it? of petty. <laughs> I'm yeah, surprised I mean, it was that think, cheap. It, it, it's it, I don't know. I don't know. It, it's I mean, when you think about it, valuation wise, his ownership of it, and and I can see that it, it being around that. I mean, multiply it by three, so you're you're thinking what? Two hundred some uh, two point two and a half million dollars. I mean, I I can see that, but yeah, that's just the level of petty I aspire to be one day is to be able to say, you know what, this makes sense. This is gonna make me an extra four hundred thousand dollars, but I don't care. You can't have it. Nah, 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 nah. I, I need to be that level of petty. <laughs> nah, 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 nah. <laughs> <laughs> that's all I got, man. I- all right, man. Three three things. I'm gonna try to go through it as quickly as possible. Uh, there's a film that's dropping, I believe, later this year. I don't know where, but it's gonna be called District of Second Chances, and it's a documentary that follows three gentlemen that have been released from prison under DC's uh, Incarceration Reduction Act. And I found this interesting because usually when there are documentaries about people that have gotten out of jail, it's because you know they mistakenly kill somebody or you know. Uh, manslaughter like now these brothers did like one guy killed his friend over a video game emptied the clip reloaded shot him some more the second the second guy kidnapped a hotel worker he was part of a group of guys that kidnapped a hotel roper put it put her in a truck trunk used an ATM card to get her money took her to the field and killed her like they are following like some, so it's gonna. I don't know how big it's gonna get, but that's controversial as hell. And the other guy killed somebody over five dollars. So it's it's just talking about how they're doing. And for those that are not familiar, the, the uh, Incarceration Reduction Act is if you were under the age of twenty four and you were sentenced to a uh, you were sentenced to more than twenty years and you've done at least fifteen years of that prison sentence, they take into account. What were the circumstances when you committed the crime? Were you influenced by someone that was much older than you? Things like that. And they will consider letting you out. These three men have been let out and it just follows their journey on how they're uh, trying to redeem themselves and adapting to society. So whenever it drops, I will definitely let you know District of Second Chances. I think that'll be an interesting documentary to check out. Um, Speaking of DC, also gentleman by the name of John Cheeks, Thought he won $321 million. He goes and they like, oh, no. Mm-mm. Those numbers you saw were a mistake. <laughs> we, we thought we was putting that on uh, our practice website. We made a mistake and put it on the real website, but we've taken it down. This isn't the jackpot number. So now he is suing uh, the DC lottery and I think the Mega Millions because it's part of the Mega Millions. He's suing them. So it'd be interesting to see if he gets anything. I doubt he will, but it's still an interesting case to go from thinking you got 321 million to nothing. And um That's they make you take yourself out. <laughs> he had already started making plans. He had promised he had promised a couple of <laughs> he had promised a couple of family members how he was gonna hook them up. Oh man, I don't, I don't mean to laugh, Mr. Cheeks. I'm sorry, dog. <laughs> <laughs> this whole conversation, I don't mean to laugh, Mr. Cheeks. Yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> hey, um, yeah, that, that's that's horrible. And, and the last thing I got, we routinely tell you guys we're from Alabama. 
and I think Rosie kind of alluded to this. I know people that have never been to Alabama, they have this certain thought of Alabama, like, you know, we just see racism every day. But generally, growing up in Alabama, we didn't really, like, we pretty much live what I would think a normal life, whatever. Mm-hmm. But every once in a while, Alabama reminds you that they are Alabama. Ooh. And the Alabama Supreme Court with this embryo decision just reminds you that this is still Alabama. <laughs> And we elect people that don't realize that embryos help with IVF and and help Mm -hmm. people actually have babies. Right. So you can't come out and say, well, we want more babies and then be in favor of this ruling. So that's Alabama. And that was just one of those things that reminded me that, oh, yeah, we are one of those states that justifiably get made fun of sometimes yeah did you did you see the memo after though like the the republican um like national convention or whatever they they um like issued a memo and they were like "Ooh, we fucked up we fucked up like that's essentially what he's saying because we talked about this that's a loser (laughs) like the republicans have everything in their favor but ever since they repealed roe v wade they've been losing elections because democrats have been able to use that as their their selling point, mm-hmm. so and they keep just bringing it back up. Like, <laughs> I understand because, because Roe v. Wade. I think out of all the things that we talk about a lot, uh, border control and all this stuff is huge, but it doesn't. People don't see that affecting their daily lives, right? As much, you know. I'm in Texas. It happens. There's things going on, but you know, I don't see the impact. But being married, you know, knowing people who have wives, sisters, younger daughters, anything like that. When you're talking about appealing abortion and people having to travel across states and like it's going to be I'm very interested to see the impact of this in the next five to eight years. Right. And so that's something. And then you throw in something that we can't have. We can't stop having babies and and we can't help to have babies. It's, it's all over the place. Like, it's just mm-hmm. it's. It's that's something you don't touch. You like you just that you just let it go. But mine is very, very simple. Um, hope you fellas are sitting down. Way to go, Fox News. <laughs> Fox News uh, stopped uh, showing uh, President Trump. Rump, whatever his name is, in the middle of his speech during his South at a South Carolina rally, rally to fact check comments he made this past Friday. Uh, one of their um, commentators spoke over coverage of the former president and meant to tell viewers he's entitled to his opinions. Well, excuse me, and I quote: "He's entitled to his opinions. He's not entitled to his own set of facts." The market has indeed been going up, but having nothing nothing to do with him. So he's been he was bragging on the market was going up and all that stuff. And of course he credited himself. And they went into a whole myriad of facts of why it didn't belong to Trump. Why Trump had nothing to do with it. Uh they brought off talking about AI and all kind of things. Then they went back to say judges picked by Trump himself found no evidence of rigged election in seven battleground states. Because once again, Trump brought up the election being stolen and that this was an illegit that we have an illegitimate president. And so I don't know if they are distanced themselves. I don't know if it's more so they had a huge lawsuit for supporting 
uh, false information. And they're like, you know, what was it like? $750 million or something like that. They had a huge lawsuit. So I don't know yep. what it is, but it, it had me floored when I saw that, you know, cause, uh, I got a report on my, my threads is like, Oh, Fox news doing the damn thing. So we, 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 I try to be fair. We get on, we get on you when you do, when you Fox news, right. When you do what you normally do, but this time, whatever your rationale, your reasoning is, I applaud you for doing what you're supposed to do as a trusted news station. And so that's what you're supposed to do. Not just now, but every time. So for sure. Uh, and with that being said, I think we're out of here. So three rules of, I mean, six rules of podcast, three brothers, no sense. Listen, like, share, subscribe, comment, and most importantly, listen again. Talk to you brothers next week.